0: Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. We're back in the studio again, like
1: fourth week in a row. We're keeping it consistent and Cam can't believe it. I know. Well, we got. Well, truth be told though, we got one more week in studio and then the next two weeks we're sitting down at the Booty 10, so enjoy it while it lasts. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We have to figure out a way to record them remotely. Yeah, all that too. Yeah. You just come down, hang out, we'll just do it right from the boat while we're fishing. A podcast? Oh, the wind would suck, but think about it. I don't know if got lava. Like, That'd be awesome, oh, because cool, then you guys would all listen to just "Oh God, there he is!" Oh God! Rod <laughs> creaking in the background.
0: There's snatching. a lot of hunting podcasts that do it. They like literally record their podcasts while they're out hunting.
1: Yeah, but out hunting like by the campfire in the evening in the woods no, and quiet. These guys are like, all right,
0: I have a mule deer. <laughs>
1: I swear, I promise. You never, never? hear those podcasts? No. Yeah, they no. do. They're awesome. Oh, isn't that Jake?
0: Oh my god, <laughs> Josh, you gotta listen to them. There's some pretty cool ones. Anyway, first off, before right. we get too off on a tangent, shout out to Nick Wax. Thank you so much for Nick Wax for sponsoring this podcast. We got links down below if you guys want to check it out. If you guys don't know what Nick Wax is, it is a waterproofing restorer material. It allows you to wash your Gore-Tex and keep your waterproof material looking fresh. So check out Nick Wax link below. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. And now we're going to talk about a place where we need to make sure that our Gore-Tex is nice and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I was just
1: thinking, I'm like, I probably should do a batcher pretty quick because I got freaking smoked today. And I, being the genius that I did, I left my rain gear at home. <laughs> oh, man. But it was like a 90 degrees, so it, it didn't was matter. nice. Yeah. Has it been super warm down at the coast? It hasn't been super warm. It's been like, I'm like mis- just wondering how the, lakes, 60s, how the 70s. dude, I want to go down there and frog it. We gotta go down there. Do super time, I'm sure. It'd be super time. Yes, I can't this weekend. But
0: but let's we go. can't talk about bass. <laughs> no, no. What else is
1: going on? No, I mean a lot of things. I mean, obviously, we're just sitting here, you know, like a week out from buoy ten, and then uh, or shoot, two weeks out from buoy ten. But uh, I mean, honestly, we'd be sitting only two days out from buoy ten. I know, <laughs> yeah, right. Normal season, right? Yeah, so July it's July 29th, and we're recording this podcast. And
0: typically, the season opens on August one. Yep, but this year we're not getting it open until the 14th, which may
1: not be a bad thing. No, I don't think it's gonna be. I really do. I'm becoming optimistic. You know, the Marine Area one's been shut down, so it's not like these fish are getting harassed, beat up at all. That's right. They're not gonna get blasted at all. Um, I've been out doing a ton of bottom fishing and crabbing um, offshore, and things are looking good. Temps are looking good. You know, we don't have a sixty-six degree yeah, ocean or anything crazy. Read
0: the other day that are so far out that guys aren't getting them, yeah. which is actually a good thing for us.
1: I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. If we got play, cold play water. Me The tiniest vol- Dude, you guys got big ass boats and three hundred gallons of fuel. Go get them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but well, wait yeah. till August, mid August, temps. you can have them. Right, right, right. Let us get a good batch of fish just sitting in there. But you know, there's another. But shoot, truth be told, though, uh, you know, salmon opens up in two days. Like I gotta do. Um, uh, I gotta do a couple days more down at the Salmon coast, just above... Above the west end of Puget Island. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's been many years where we, you know, before we used to run yeah. down the buoy tent early, we, we would get limits on August 5th, you know, up in our neck of the woods. I mean, we're talking 100 miles Wobblers. from the ocean. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and this year, there's not going to be a thousand... <laughs> let me phrase that. This year, there's not going to be 10,000 boats wrecking them for those first few days. So, honestly, there could hmm. be some damn good fishing. I'm planning yeah. on coming back on the Second and third, and actually, I got guys that just want to go for it, and I'm telling them, I'm like, "There's, we'll go a little lower in the river, maybe than where we're used to, and maybe just right above that boundary area." And and uh, there, I, I mean, shoot, look at the dam count. I mean, yeah. there's still, still solid. You know, it's still solid. It's there's fish in the water, so you know we're all waiting for buoy ten to open, but I think there could be some. What's the upper Columbia temps looking like? I didn't. Even, I haven't looked at the. T- I know the last time I was on the Columbia, which was it's just like. Oh, when, what, what were we? Oh, we were bass fishing. I could not remember. Yeah, it was uh, it was sixty nine. So yeah. in uh, up above Bonneville in the pool, and it and that was before we had these couple hundred degree days. Hellacious
0: and, weather of hot heat. Yeah,
1: lit. yeah. I'm venturing to say
0: that they're definitely the te- the temperatures probably getting pretty warm. Yeah. yeah. So
1: we got to be go time. Some of these thermal areas that should be fishing. You know, be drawing some fish in. Like I said, it won't be. You know, it's not going to be. You know, twenty thousand fish going by a day, but. I mean, shoot, we fish summer Chinook all the time with a 1,000 fish going by, and we're... Well, and that's what people are going to change to anyway as steelhead closes. Yep. Yep. People are gonna start fishing August salmon. 1.
0: Or they're going to go into the tribs.
1: Yeah. So they're probably going to fish for salmon. It's been a long so time. We I used to I do it every year. Yeah. August
0: 1, we would wobbler fish no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was like a tradition. And I don't do that anymore for some reason. Well, I
1: mean, like Charles just, like, what, two days ago went and caught that just... Stud, stud, wild fish, and and guess what? In two days, he's he's fair game for bonking. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm. the other thing. You know, you don't have to play the, you know, the one or two fish you might get. Uh, they automatically all turn into fall fish on August one. This, it's fish and wildlife fairy sprinkles it's dust perfect. in the water, and they all just boop. They're fall fish now. So, but uh, <laughs> either way, yeah, they can keep them all. So that's right. I never didn't think about that. Yeah, so that's a big... That makes it a little more appealing. Uh, and Instead so of, let's
0: talk about the river. What opens... So so
1: from... You said a little above Puget Island all the way to Bonneville or is it all yeah, the way above no, Bonneville? No, 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 no. It's weird. So west end of Puget Island opens up to the Warrior Rock Line seven days a week, August 1st through 31st. On August 7th to September 6th, Warrior Rock Line to Bonneville is only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the lower part of the river... Is open seven days a week and longer. And the re and and the upper part in that upper section below Bonneville, let me let me get it out, <laughs> is three days a week and it's a shortened season. And it's because of catch rate that we just for some reason we just murk them in that area, but it's like they slow down or something. Well, I don't know, I think it's because when we're forced to fish that. And yeah. everybody goes there. Let's be honest, guys. Yeah, they're managing this so right. wrong. Let's be honest with it. Like not put everybody everybody's... on one baseball field, they're going to kill more fish. Right. Well, it's not just that, like, but not everybody's a good fisherman. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw that out there. I know it's a shock to everybody because everybody, you can put a short bus 360 flasher and a Brad Superbait in the water and catch them, right? No. That's not right. No. But the problem is those good anglers that just sit down. The lower stretches of the river until it clo- closes, and it bumps them upriver, and it puts everybody in one pot. Yeah. And guess what? When everyone's in one pot, we freaking whack a bunch of fish. Yeah. Like, the cat. I mean, they, they jokingly used to call that section the dead zone for a reason. Yeah, I remember that. Like, no, and now it, it has a higher catch rate in that zone than buoy 10. Isn't that crazy? Has That's- this
0: always been this season? No,
1: no, no, it hasn't. Because uh, this like, is when is this, this get set? Because we used to not this? be able to fish
0: below because of the Thule. No, I'm counts, talking about right? like no, 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 this no. year. Has this no. been the plan this year as yeah. always? Yeah,
1: yeah. since North the Falcon. Where have you been, bud?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Why is no one talking about that? That is
1: annoying. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, but and like I said, it's just honestly, it's from the advent of 360 flashers. Like, okay, so No say one it again. can argue. Say it again. All what right.
0: are we going to get for our 360
1: fishery up from Warrior Rock above? Like August, in that area where we love. August, starting August 7th. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, only. That's so weird. It's in the regs, and I'm I like I said. What? I, hold on. No. You, you know, thought it was crazy fishing that area before? Are you kidding me? Well, it's not gonna. Hold on. Relax. But whoa, you'll still whoa, have no whoa, one whoa, can fish whoa. Monday through Thursday. But you still have the whole lower Friday, river. Saturday, Sunday. No, but they still have the lower river all like below that so section up August thirty first. Do you think I'm fishing the dead zone? Before August 31st? No, I don't care about that, (laughs) though. That's not the... The fun fishing is for freaking... Right, but... September. But here's the kicker. On September 23rd on, the whole river reopens, supposedly, if we get our numbers. um, And then I believe it's all seven days a week. So we can talk about that September fishing. It's like, they gave us what they could until they see upriver bright escapement over Bonneville, and then it's supposedly going to go wide open. Now, I believe... I believe... The run update is going to come somewhere between September 10th and 12th. And I already heard from somebody. I don't know how credible it is or if it's pie in the sky stuff. that, that We could actually see it earlier opener than that. But that's just what is kind of in the books um, right now. So, yeah, it's going to be a... You know, like, usually I go down this time of year and I put... Um, you know, usually I go down this time of year and I put my boat in the water. You know, usually last week of July, but I'm not going to moor. Um, for about another two weeks because like I said I think there could actually be some really viable uh, good fishing um, up above up above that west line to the Warrior Rock line you know it's another 60 60 river miles so
0: yeah imagine you have 500 summers going summer schnook going over the dam every day right along with all those fall schnook pushing
1: right behind them right and and let's be honest like okay the reason why this is what I don't understand but we'll, we'll we'll talk about this too um, uh, the reason why, um, uh, sorry guys, I'm, I'm actually looking this up because you guys are freaking me out just to make sure.
0: Well, it seems crazy, but right, it does. Well, it does seem I'm crazy sure. because the reason any, why, any they caused,
1: the reason why they prevented buoy 10 from opening those two weeks is to protect lower river spawning wild tulis. Yeah. So why are they letting us? <laughs> so August there? one, through 31st they're going to truck everybody. They're going to move everybody up into the river. And yeah, there are some tributaries below, but it's like, man, I don't. I don't really I don't really necessarily agree with that, but it uh it's uh quite if it, interesting. if
0: it doesn't make sense
1: nowadays, then that means it is I just what, That's just, what they're doing. I don't even know what to say anymore.
0: <laughs> I can't even I just can't even Well, so here's well, I'm so tired of our fisheries dude like <laughs> to the point where I'm going to move Move where? Alaska? To Alaska or somewhere. Okay. Where. I'd go with you to Alaska. <laughs> My wife wants to go to Alaska. Dude, it's just... It's just ridiculous. and Nothing is changing. Nothing is changing. It's just continuing every single year. It's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. They're doing more and more just annoying things. And a lot of things that just do not make sense. I just don't get their logic around a lot of it. It's really frustrating.
1: Yeah, from West Puget Island upstream to the Lewis River Warrior Rock Line, August 1 through 31st. And then is expected to open September 23rd through December 31st. Is it like Hatchery chinook only is, or like anything like that? From the Lewis River Warrior Rock Line to Bonneville, August 7th through September 6th on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays only. The fishery okay. is expected to reopen seven days a week on or about September 23rd. So at least when it reopens, it goes to seven days a week. Yeah. But yeah, so like you have... fisheries
0: fishery is expected you, to open, but right, what will happen right. is like about September 20th, they'll be like, oh, yeah, shit, nope, got, can't open it, up. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> but yet, and here's the kicker, boys. Due to all this like COVID and obviously lack of funding that these states are all receiving now, guess what other little hammer dropped when it comes to our fisheries? Washington Department wants to cut $30 million from the hatchery. Oh, brand. my God. Oh, and yet here we are arguing about we need more fish, but yet now they're like, "Oh, the Canary of the Coltwhye, we better close the old hatcheries because we need some more money." And it's like, I could feel like there's a lot of other things you could probably cut before that. And, and let's keep in mind, kids, they do have to meet their orca, you know, planting requirements, which are 50 more million more fish than what they're doing currently. Uh-huh. And yet they want to try to sit there and close <laughs> Wow. more hatchery stuff when we're sitting here talking about these just jank freaking seasons. So how do we no get sense.
0: our voice heard on the fact that we do right. not agree with well,
1: that? Well, so there's a couple things going on behind the scenes. There's one there's one that got put out hatchery wild says has put out a petition and I know people just like roll their eyes, oh yeah, it's a freaking petition. But unfortunately, you know, once again, we're in a position where, let's be honest, if the state's going to throw out this $30 billion budget short farm and lay it on the hatcheries and not anything else. I mean, they have other cuts, but it's almost, I mean, I'm going to just get a little teeny bit political, but it's almost like the school teacher thing. It's like the second that one of the states run into any kind of trouble, the first thing they're going to cut is the school teachers or the fire department or the police department because it gets everybody's attention. Like, that's what it does. All of a sudden, everyone goes, well, you can't be doing that. Well, and the same same thing's going on right now with the fisheries in state. It's like, well, we're going to be short money. Well, let's close the hatcheries and get everybody up in arms about it. Let's, like, talk about that because people will pay attention to that. Like, heaven forbid you shut down some wolf studies. I mean, I could probably think of a bunch of yard maintenance projects that probably could go by the wayside for yeah. the fricking department too. But regardless... You have There's all sorts of idiotic okay. things they're studying. There, Are there, you kidding there me? There is so yeah. Let's just let's just say it. There you is got a whole bunch of there dumb is. science and, projects and the reality, going the on. In reality, the situation is is when it comes to like an actual ROI from the state, the one thing that they do more than more than that actually gets them any kind of return, whether it be economically to the regions or to the state themselves or to the sportsman's involvement or to license sales, is hatchery fish. And it's like that. Oh, but that's gonna be the first thing we're gonna 30 million. It's, well, the it's, nice part is though. Classic, it's not only going to be sport Bravo. fishermen up in arms, it's going to be commercial fishermen up in arms, well, too. Well, commercial fishermen and orcas. So like, maybe that's good. let's talk about the orca problem. Like, let's do this, guys. Like, it's just, it's just un... I'm sure NFS is pretty happy about it. I'm sure they're just oh, dancing, yeah. dancing around. Just but, gotta, like, bring on the COVID. Like I said, it's, it's just another... <sighs> Bravo, WDFW. That's all I got to say. Bravo. This is another... Anyways... But so what it's worth, something to pay attention to. So how do people get involved? How do people... We're putting a petition out. And here's the thing. I've already talked to a couple of our Southwest Washington legislatures. In fact, I was on the phone with one of them walking literally into this podcast. And we're obviously in an election period. And the problem is right now, a lot of the the guys and gals that are working on their campaigns to get reelected, they're going to be focusing on that. Yeah, this is... But they are going to go into session in January. And... You know, this is definitely something that, you know, people could get a little fired up on. And, you know, what I was talking to Dave about is like, you know, we need 100,000 signatures on this from Washington. Like we do. Like they need to realize that this is a thing. Like this is something that people are paying attention to. And maybe it's time for WFW to look, look further or dig a little deeper or maybe make some cuts that, you know. I mean, one of these days I just I wish we could like audit them. <laughs> Where the, just where the we're money is, really see where a lot of money goes. But regardless, I mean, Bingle Johnson money, I could go on and on, but we're not even going to get into that. I got an idea. Let's head to the well, Olympic Mountains, mm-hmm. and
0: there's these goats that are there. And what we can do is we can, <laughs> we can hook them up to helicopters, That's and we right. can fly them out of there That's and right. move them to somewhere else and spend millions of and dollars. And then we'll
1: on them. shoot them. <laughs> when we realize that. Oh, we're actually moving a segregated stock of genetics into another area. Let's kill them all. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Oh, my favorite. My favorite. You could come up with so many. Let's come up with sad. wolves. Let's, let's let wolves ra- get out of Yellowstone. Get into the state of Idaho. Let them infest the state of Idaho so bad to where Idaho will not spend one red cent investigating any illegal wolf poaching, killing or hunting activity, and will sell you a year round tag for $10, just to get rid of the scourge. But let's move them to Washington and let's pay a wolf consultant $385,000 a year to be the state's wolf consultant. And the second that that's, oh, and $10,000 $10, a day for any of her little like meetings that she was doing. And the second the Spokane review cracked that story, our old director resigns two weeks later because of family issues.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, but we need to cut hatchery money. Give it a rest, excuse me.
0: leave. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we got off on a tangent. <laughs> But, it is 6.36. We need to start wrapping things up, dude. We yeah, I mean, it's... Losing.
1: You know, it's... Oh,
0: it's just... But there's some important things sometimes... Yeah, this, on this yeah podcast, sometimes it's just... Yeah. We are going
1: to go off on things like this that we feel like need attention and we need well, your guys' help with. And to be fair, like, I walked in here talking to one of our local legislators, like, literally walking in the door so these guys didn't even know that was coming. <laughs> no. So, a little shock it Needs to be close. said. A little shock and awe. Needs to be
0: said, and we're, we need your guys' help. Yeah. And we appreciate it. We see... When a lot of times when we ask for your guys' help, you guys are all very quickly to jump on it and get, give us emails yeah. and messages and all that. So, thank you, we appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and let's just, um, you know, like I said, uh, politics aside, maybe a change will come in November, and maybe yeah. or maybe like at least, least people it's will, at least people will see, uh, you know, maybe maybe pay attention to us a little more. Yeah. exactly. So cool. So. so.
0: All right, everyone, we got to get over the live feed. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. If you guys are liking these, please leave us a review. I've seen that we're getting a ton of downloads, especially on iTunes. So thank you for everyone listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all those different platforms. We appreciate it. We hopefully have a lot more of these podcasts.